Hello everyone and welcome back to Premier League Procrastination with me and Tom back again for another game week review and what what a game week of football it was, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, it's been a really good week. It's it's it was actually quite exciting. There there was a lot of goals. I think everyone did quite well in fantasy league this week. It's impressive, very impressive. Yeah, I, I was very impressed. I thought I I had absolutely bossed the fantasy this week, and turns out that um, everyone, I beat you, mate. Everyone had a great week. Tom actually did have a, actually a recognisably good week, whereas exactly I usually it's diabolical. I had a pretty average week compared, but. Um, you know it's all right. I'm I'm slowly recovering after my awful start. Whereas Tom is just, I feel like he's already out of the running, and we're only three weeks in. Now I'm gonna make a comeback. Now the comeback's gonna be on. It's it's all gonna change. It's all gonna change. That week that was the pivotal week. Raul Jimenez out. Dominic Calvert Lewin in. Here we go. Here we go. Well, I mean, Dominic Calvert Lewin is good as place to start as any as a. The Amex Stadium, Brighton nil, Everton two. Damari Gray, tell me about him, Tom. Damari Gray. Honestly, I, I, when he first came in, we did not expect him to score goals or to even be playing. I thought he was just going to be a bench warmer. But he, he's had two goals already and he's playing so well. I, I thought the goal was quite bad goalkeeping from the Brighton goalkeeper. I think his name's Sanchez. Um, and it was just a classic... Brighton game really that they made chances um, I thought big old fat John Moss made an absolutely awful decision when Brighton were through on goal I think that was unlucky all the Brighton fans weren't very happy about that uh, but yeah it was just a standard 2-0 it was business as usual I think Benitez has got Everton pretty sorted it was quite funny watching Richarlison wanted to take the penalty and I'm so glad that everybody got their hands on the ball and gave it to DCL because well he, he got me more points for my fantasy and he was my captain so Nice, nice, tidy two 0 Thank you very much, Everton. Whereas I had Richarlison as my captain, so um, I'm not glad that everyone took the ball off him. Uh, but yeah, Everton looking good. Benitez has got them, like I say, set up well. They're actually playing quite nice attacking football, which I don't really think anyone really expected. Which is great. I mean, Brighton on the other hand, you know, they did create the chances. It's almost the story of last season for them. Create the chances. It'd be great. They're not finished either in the transfer market, are they? They they want um they want Maitland Niles in and Ace Maitland Niles really wants to get out of yeah, Arsenal. I mean, can't had, blame him. He had that deleted Instagram story today where basically saying he just wants to go somewhere where he can play, you know, like the last sort of resort for him. But um, that would be a good sign for them and definitely improve their squad depth. And you know, like like you say, it was pretty solid two 0 for Everton. But you know, on another day, Everton would have missed their chances like Brighton did, and Brighton would have scored theirs, and it would have been the opposite way around. Um, I just think. Brighton are going to struggle without a striker. I think we said that before. I just can't see them progressing without a striker and I think it's going to be more of the same this season. Um, one team that, you know, everyone thought they needed a striker, linked with Harry Kane, obviously Manchester City were all about. And, you know, they've scored 10 goals in the last two games. Um, I mean, scoring five against Arsenal, uh, it's not really an achievement at this point, is it? <laughs> oh, Leno is so, so bad. Aaron, Ramsd- Aaron Ramsdale's the saviour then, it seems. I blimmin' hope so. Poor Arsenal. It is funny, though. If they're, if they're in a relegation scrap, I mean, you saw it on Twitter, all the big, big Sam trending. Oh, maybe he'll come in. I mean, Xhaka, he's just a joke. I can't believe they gave him a new contract. Got sent off. Of course he did. It's the only thing he can do. It's the only thing he gets paid money to do. Oh, it was just awful. Surely Arteta's got to go. He has no idea what he's doing. City had 81% possession. It's unheard of, isn't it? It's just there's 
you know, 81% position is just such a joke, you know, for 80%, you know, for eight tenths of the game, Arsenal were chasing the ball, and just, I just can't comprehend it, as a, a team like Arsenal, you know, I can understand it, you know, when City beat Norwich 5-0, I was like, that's fine, you know, it's Norwich, Arsenal, it's just, it's just like the final nail in the coffin, I, I agree, I think Arteta's out of his depth, you know, they've given him the money to spend, and, <laughs> I mean, it's that's, just for that, nothing. That's uh, another. Nothing good. Yeah, they they haven't signed well. You know, compared to the other teams, they offered very little as well. I mean, obviously they did have a player sent off, but they just don't look like scoring a goal. That you know, you, I cannot tell you where that that goal is going to come from. Uh, I mean, Pep did make a, an interesting comment after the game, uh, basically saying that the atmosphere made the game easier for City and tougher for the opposition. And I don't think the Etihad has ever made. An opposition struggle. I just think that City are just so good. I think the Etihad lack of lack of atmosphere completely. But, um... Well, the Etihad's just a waste. Honestly, I, I I don't get that club. So it's it's such a new club. They they've put the statues up. You've got the statue of Ross Barkley out the front. You never even played for them. Honestly, it looks Ross nothing Barkley. like Vincent Cub. No, it's Vincent Company. It's, apparently, it looks like Ross Barkley. But it is Ross Barkley. It looks like it's Mega Ross Mars. Barkley. Or it's the or it's the the pedo from the from the um from that that um like was it a vinyl was it a TikTok he was like oh yeah, yeah. oh I'm I panicking thought, I'm gonna yeah. lose my job yeah I mean obviously not great especially uh, with the accusations coming out of City this week but we'll move on very quickly um, to what I actually think possibly was game of the weekends. <laughs> Um, I just got that yeah. Mendy reference lovely New, I mean New, not lovely at all no. that was a good reference but it's bad it's bad Newcastle bad. against Southampton I think everyone had this down as a, as a boring probably nil-nil or one-nil game and actually four goals it was and, decent and a last minute penalty which not even last minute stoppage time penalty which is brilliant we love to see it we absolutely love to see it um, I think Southampton are looking pretty pretty decent I think my prediction they are we my, thought they were going to be yeah, relegated didn't we but that prediction is is looking pretty shaky at the moment it's showing off 63% our possession oh, 22 shots oh that's a good stat um, but Newcastle had nothing in return I, I couldn't right. believe it was 2-2 I can't believe that Southampton were chasing the game that was very funny and the penalty was a good laugh as well imagine yeah. being those Newcastle fans 91st minute Oh, and you're winning two one, <laughs> and then you've got James Ward Prowse oh, up for a penalty. Oh my word, what are you playing at, Jamal Lascelles? He's not, he's not a bit of me. He's <laughs> not a bit of me at all. I think oh. Newcastle are going to rely on Wilson and Saint Maximin. I mean, too I much think this I think most teams would. To be fair, I mean, you know that that's the reason they're sort of in with a shout this season is those is those two players. I mean, obviously Chris, not Chris Willock, he's at QPR. It was Joe Willock. He's a brilliant. He's a good signing. Obviously, he's done done good for them last season so they have got a decent chance of staying up and obviously you know they are finding a way to score goals you know they scored two goals in their first game against West Ham I mean they conceded four but that's beside the point you know they are scoring goals which I don't think you know many people would have had them down as scoring four goals in their first two home games and a good point that you're making there is Newcastle's games against West Ham and Southampton have both been really really good games of football yeah. And it makes you think, for the first time, I'm like, oh, I might watch the Newcastle game. Yeah, there's usually a lot of goals. Even yeah. if they lose, loads of goals. Yeah. It's great. There's a I neutral. Mean, I, I'm surprised that Steve Bruce hasn't got their defence in order. That's what I thought he'd sort of be relying on. But, you know, we move on. We move on. Another 2-2, West Ham Crystal Palace. Another team that I'm surprised managed to muster up two goals 
is Crystal Palace. I mean, Conor Gallagher, you were speaking highly of him on Twitter. I don't know if we mentioned him on the podcast, but you were definitely singing his praises on Twitter, saying how good a yeah. signing he was. And That's the thing, we talk so much goods. about football. I, I, I forget what I've said on here and what I've just said to you whilst we're chatting random, random, random crap. But yeah, he played really well. I, I was saying in the last game that he really just led the tempo, but in this game... He scored some goals. He should have scored. He should have scored last week, uh, and he came out. Uh, I thought his his turn his turn in the box to score his goal. I think that that's got to be up there for goal of the month. Oh, it was brilliant. What a player they've got in there. I mean, he looked all right at West Brom. Didn't look fantastic. It come into this Palace side, and Vieira seems to be getting the best out of him. Chelsea will do their classic and probably sell him off and then buy him back again. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're prime, aren't they? He's a prime sort of candidate for that at the moment. But you know he's performing at the top level. You know a lot of these loanies sort of go out to the championship and you know don't really know how well they're performing in the Premier League. But like you say, he was probably one of West Brom's standout players last season, and now he's now he's doing it again at Palace. He's been finally given the opportunity to sort of play in a semi decent team with semi decent players as opposed to West Brom last season, and probably more so with a positive manager. I mean obviously Allardyce at West Brom last season. Not going to get much out of a creative player like Gallagher. Vieira, a brilliant midfielder himself. It could be a big season for Conor Gallagher, you know. And, you know, if you look at Tuchel and look at the way he's sort of allowing academy players in, obviously Trevor Chalibur giving his opportunity finally at Chelsea. Things are looking up for uh, for old Conor Gallagher. And things are looking up for uh, Mikel Antonio. What starts yeah, the season I'll, he's had? I was going to say, I, I really think West Ham are going to going to be lucky to keep him oh he's unreal I, I think he could play play for most clubs now but the, this transition in the space of only a few seasons to what he's become he's a great great personality and he's not selfish he's you know he played it across across gold didn't he and it was it's the composure to play it was four nows wasn't it he played yeah. in honestly oh wow yeah, what, what a player he's almost the complete striker he's looking at at the moment, I mean, I saw a start on He's a terror. Today. He's an absolute he terror. I saw a start on Twitter today that basically, in the first three games of the top five leagues, he's leading the goals and assists, which is incredible considering that he was playing at right back at, for a point in his career. And exactly. He, like you say, oh, not many defenders are going to want to come against him. West Ham looking very West good. West Ham top 10. Top 10 top West 10, Ham. Really? Easily. If and if, I, think, I reckon they'll... I reckon they'll get Lingard in, which yeah. I mean that their their attack's looking good anyway. I, I don't think they're ever going to struggle to score goals. Uh, but if you get Jesse Lingard in too, imagine the boost that will give them. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously got a Europa League campaign as well. They've got a, a decent group, so you know that it could be a very good season for the Hammers. It could be a very good season. Probably won't be a very good season for Norwich City. Let's be real: three games, three losses. Though they have played three of last season's top five. So, you know, let's not let's not rule them out too quickly, but they scored a goal. <laughs> the, the the Norwich fans had something to celebrate, although it was a penalty, but Yeah, they they, they were terrible. Yeah, that's there's, they there's were no terrible. other way to put it. And Leicester played okay, but you know, with their quality, I mean Jamie Vardy once again scoring, he's silencing those doubters no to no end, you know, another goal. You know, and it's one of those games that won't live long in the memory, but I think you know. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna reserve judgment on Norwich until they play a team around their level. But um, yeah, I, I was. I was about to say to you the the whole thing that you've just said there, and I said as well that they're awful. I, I don't think that Norwich fans should be panicking at this moment in time. So they've also, they've had three really hard games, and I thought they were really hard done by. Um, that there was a chance for two two, 
uh, from the corner, and Conor um, Conor Gallagher. God, he's obviously stuck in my head, isn't he? Oh dear. He lives in Hopefully River of Green now, mate. Yeah, exactly. What's his name? They all look the same. Todd Cantwell, he yeah. stood in front of the keeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was ruled out, was it? Yeah, I just, I think, I don't know. Interesting. It probably was, it probably, it probably was, he was offside, it probably was foul, but I think they are done by, I think it could, you know, you never know, it could have been 2-2. I don't think they should be worrying yet. No, you even know, though you said they played terribly. Yeah, they did, they, they, they're against Leicester though, yeah. yeah Leicester, Leicester were a top side. six club. Yeah, they are now. Then they should be challenging for the Champions League, which I think they actually will will do this season. I, I can actually I'm going to predict that uh, Europa League final might actually be Leicester versus West Ham, and that is a huge prediction that I'm going to get absolutely shunted for if they both get knocked out of the group stages. But which you know, they probably will. They probably will. Anyway, so we've we've reviewed five games. We've got five games to go. So we're just going to take a quick half time break. So the half-time whistle has rung out across grounds in the country today and uh, a few announcements now just at half-time of this episode of Premier League Procrastination. We're actually doing a bit of a giveaway um, on Twitter for a chance for you to win a piece of your club's merchandise provided by us, the lovely guys that we are. All we want you to do for getting this far through the episode, drop us a follow on Twitter at PremProcrast. Like our pinned tweet and comment which football team you support? It's as simple as that. This will be running for a week or so, three episodes worth. This message will be played. Um, and then, yeah, we'll announce the winner. We'll send them a message on, on Twitter. We'll uh, do a post about it as well. Just, uh, yeah, just a little half-time giveaway for you. And the players coming back out, and that's the second half. So the half-time break is over, and we're back for the second half of this episode of Premier League Procrastination. Get straight back into it. Straight back into Aston Villa 1, Brentford 1. Wow, what an exciting one. What an exciting one. I feel like there's going to be a lot of that for these last five games. I think we're just going to have to get straight through them because not really much happened. Uh, Brentford unbeaten going into the international break. That's a a good sign for them, isn't it? I mean, uh, Villa, Danny Ings in the assists as well. Villa, I think they're starting to... Yeah, good goal contributions. They're starting to play play together well. They're starting to bond. when dear, they had players out as well. They had players out. Yeah. You know, they were playing. They were playing people. They, they didn't have McGinn. They didn't well, have Mings. Got COVID. Exactly. You know, you think, well, what's going on here then? And that they played Wendier down the middle, which was good, and he meant he'd get more involved, and he scored a goal, didn't he? So, yeah, I, I think that's a good start. I think it's a good one-one. I think it's a good result for both teams. Yeah, I mean, I think both teams have a solid season. Don't really need to worry. Brentford, I think they're just going to play most games the same way no matter who they come up against which is what we love to see I think they're not scared of anyone and yeah, you know, boring, it, it was a boring game to be fair was. There, was, there was no animosity because yeah. of course Frank is Dean's old assistant so they love each other uh, and that's it really yeah great let's let's move on from that boring one to a bit of an anti-climax of Liverpool-Chelsea I know it was wasn't it it was sort of built up and I remember I was watching Sky during the week and you know every advert break was sort of Liverpool facing Chelsea you know early title contenders stuff like that really didn't live up to the bill I mean Chelsea nah, Chelsea started well as they have done in every game this season and as I think they continue what to do I and hate then, Liverpool sometimes they're yeah, so jammy they are they're so I mean, jammy that penalty I don't even want to talk about it it, just, it probably was a pen but mm, to give it a is a red card because it's come off Rhys James's card, yeah. leg onto his arm but also when you when you look over at the monitor when he's checking the monitor for VAR 
it they've shown it almost like they haven't played the whole clip through. They're not playing it going from his leg onto his arm. It's almost just like a photo frame of it hitting his arm. Well, of course it's a red then if you just take out the whole of all of what happened before. I don't know. I just think it was a bit of a let off for Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, and they that, still didn't win. So no, it was Chelsea. I mean, I think Chelsea sort of showed their title credentials with that, you know, managing to hold on for that whole second half with 10 men. I mean, Tuchel has got them drilled into into oblivion you know do, do you know what I mean that they're you know they know exactly every player knows exactly what he's doing on that pitch and that's you know I, I say this often uh, and you know but title title wins are built on their, the foundations are strong defence you know look at Liverpool a couple of seasons ago that, that back line was solid you know Man City left season so I think yeah. you know Man City for, did the classic buy loads of centre-halves until two work yeah. and they, they managed to do it to be fair, Tuchel's a really interesting guy. The way he manages is very interesting. I, I was listening to an interview where he gets players, especially when they're defending in training, to hold half a tennis ball in each hand so they don't grab shirts. Oh wow, that yeah. is that is that's a great. Approach, and then they actually. have they have the they have the diagonal pitches and things like that to try and pull off different through balls. And I just think he's yeah, I think he's, he's, he's outside the box thinker. Very he's innovative great. thinker, and yeah, he's, I think he could lead Chelsea all the way. Um, two teams that won't be challenged for the title. Burnley leads. I don't have much to say on this game. Don't know if oh, you do. Oh God! Honestly, it, it's so funny listening to these Burnley fans now. I mean, I, I'm sorry, Burnley fans, but all it is on Radio Five Live on Twitter is, "Oh, we're going to finish top half now." Flipping it, you got new owners and you've just spent 15 million, which is your record signing on Maxwell Cornet. Who is he? A winger or right back? Well, and, and he's and he's. Okay, and he's not from right, the Ivory right. Coast. Great, but you're not going to get top half signing one fifty million pound player. I know that he's done it before. I know he's a genius. Sean Dyche is a genius. There was a funny tweet. Um, a guy com- commented, replied to one of our tweets saying, um, "I'd say the signing of Cornet is what he's talking about." Um, and he says if Dyche didn't eat crayons and knew we could play a four one two one two or a four three three. Yeah, it'd be less complicated, but he can't. It will be four four two, and you'll finish bottom half again. Yeah, I think they'll. I'd love for them to go down, but I think they'll manage to survive relegation. I mean, corner. I'm excited to see him in the Premier League. Leeds. Well, look, any talented player, bring him in. Yeah. Great. Leeds looked again like Leeds. I don't, you know, like they don't care who they're playing. They're going to go and attack you and leave you gaps for you to infiltrate at the back uh, obviously as Burnley did I think it's probably a fair result I think that's a good result for Burnley Leeds probably feel like they missed out but actually based on the game they shouldn't feel like they were hard done by I think that game will be forgotten after I stop speaking about it so it's probably already forgotten yeah. people probably upset that we've reminded them about that game yeah. so let's move on move on to Spurs Watford another game that very little happened and you know, Spurs. Spurs' goal was a lucky. It was a mistake by the goalkeeper. You know, he's. I think Watford fans are expecting a lot more than they're getting at the moment from Daniel Backman. But honestly, he's early in his Premier League career. He's only played three Premier League games. You know, and you get all the twelve-year-olds in the comments being like, "Bring in Ben Foster! Bring in Ben Foster! Ben Foster would have saved that." It's like, well, Foster. You know, Backman off is so much more than Foster. I think we should stick with him as number one. I think, apart from obviously that mistake, Watford played very well, attacked with intent, and 
on the break looked actually quite dangerous and I think we were unlucky to, to come away with nothing from, from White Hart Lane not even White Hart Lane Tottenham Hotspur Stadium um, what a boring name what a boring name yeah, they've spent all that money and they've just called it the same as a club it's like the West Ham Stadium the London they've Stadium built that new stadium the London Stadium wow yeah, great Get, yeah, give like, us a name not like Molyneux where uh, arguably a team were robbed you were there. Well, we've been, we've been. Well, Wolves have been robbed quite a lot recently. I thought Spurs last week, Wolves should have got something from it. But if you can't put it in the net, if you can't score goals, you're not going to win games. And Wolves battered Man United first half. Everyone will agree with that. Second half, we had two brilliant opportunities to score, didn't score, and then Wolves seemed to drop off. The belief around the stadium seemed to fade, and Man United started to play a bit of football. It shouldn't have stood. It was a foul. Popper has literally fouled Neves. And well, I hate Mike Dean so much. Mike Dean was actually, before he was a ref, he was a mortgage advisor. And he actually mortgage advised my parents. Did he actually? For their, yeah, for their old wow. house. So he came He came to my parents' old house. That's amazing. That's incredible. And uh, he, mor- he, he gave them some mortgage advising, yeah. He managed to screw up their entire mortgage and had to go with a different different company oh God, so he, he, so mike he, dean is good at absolutely sweet fa yeah. he's awful i don't understand how he's a how he's a referee in this league i, I just I, I can't believe it but yeah man you man you are always going to score if you if you're not going to yeah. score a goal then you're not going to beat man you if you can't put it in the back net you're never going to beat man you so one nil you know hope we'll good greenwood yeah but but it's... again it was it was a great goal but the keeper should have saved it i mean jose Sarr, he, he's got great distribution he played really well against spurs but i think he should have saved it i just think it was a crappy game where manu have come out with a sloppy one nil because they always score oh, fair play to greenwood he has just he's just direct and i wish we had a player yeah. like that that could just absolutely just lace the ball at the goal and it go in um first teenager since robbie fowler's was scoring the first three premier league games of the season, um, I think Wolves. I don't know what's happening. They just need to score. I mean, if Adama Traore saw a tweet, if he if he could finish, he'd probably be the greatest footballer of all time. He would. He would. Honestly, would. Um, he's. Um, he's um, he, hopefully, the international break. Wolves go away, lick their wounds, come back. Yeah. Otherwise, I've got a really bad feeling that we're going to turn into a bit of a better version of Brighton. No, I, what is it? Fifty-seven shots already this season and no goals. I mean, that tells you all you need to know. But Jimenez is back. Jimenez will start firing. And Hopefully, at some point. There's no, there's no reason for Wolves fans to be. Uh, oh nah, to be no worried. Actually, if anything, most Wolves fans are now more excited about this yeah, season than they've good. ever been. We're, we're zero out of nine. Brilliant. That's what the matters. But I think Man United, and I'm going to say this very quietly. I think you know they might actually challenge for the title this season. You know, those are the type of games that you need to win in order to. Uh, to win, I know it's such a cliche, but you know you need to get those hard fought one nil wins away. Yeah, but they're they're not they're not they're not going to challenge. That I have I have absolutely every belief that they will fail to challenge again. They looked bad. Even with Ronaldo, they looked bad. Even with Ronaldo. Oh, what he he's he's thirty six now. He's a fantastic player, great for the dressing room. It'll be great on the pitch. You know, we'll get. To, and I'm excited to see him play, but I, I don't think they're going to title challenge. I really don't think they are. With Fred, with Fred as their main midfielder. It's it's not good enough. It's it's not good enough. It, I looked at Trin Trincao on on Fred, made absolute meal out of him. Should have scored. Oh, you, you can't have your your anchor man. You you can't be playing Pogba in there, who's never not going to defend with a guy like Fred. You, you need you need to. They needed to sign and they haven't. So I, I, I don't think they'll so challenge this season. 
Right, well that's all 10 games in the quickest we've ever done it. I mean, it's it makes a change for the 65 minute podcast we put out in the first week. But uh, Yeah, exactly. We're we learning. Are. We're learning, we're learning. We're, we're trying our best. You know, six episodes in, we're actually keeping up with it. I'm very impressed. Very if you like this episode, then we have brought out an episode where we basically decide which manager would do which university in the UK and you should definitely give it a listen. Yeah, it's only another 25 minutes of your day, a bit of banter in there, you know, we just take our comedian level of wit to, uh, and we try and, yeah, try and line up unis with, with Premier League managers. Don't think about the giveaway, the giveaway currently has no entries, so if you put an entry in, you're most likely going to win and we will, I promise, keep up with it and we will deliver if someone does comment there. A gentleman's team. agreement. Gentleman's agreement. And like, if and like, and like Daniel Levy, we'll actually yep. go ahead with it. If someone does actually comment their favourite football team on our pin tweet. So that's all from us this week. Thank you very much for listening this far. Retention's been 100% on the last two episodes, which is brilliant to see. We really, really rate that. So yeah, thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.